What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. Oh man, what a fucking wild time. Buckle up, because we got a lot of shit to talk about tonight. There's so much going on, and I don't even want to talk about the ritual that happened yesterday, and that's probably one of the things everybody wants to talk about. But that's like number eight on my priority list right now. So we got a, a great crew. We got the guys from Cult of Conspiracy here tonight. Rise back with us. We have a uh, Jay from How to Kill a Sacred Cow is hopefully going to hop on here too. So, guys, welcome. I appreciate hey, you having thank us, you. man. Thank you. We got Jonathan and Jacob from Cold Conspiracy. How's it going, gentlemen? Oh, it's going awesome, man. Going you know, great. we're just we're excited to be here and uh, to go down some rabbit holes because there's a lot of deception going on right now. And I love that the name of your show is Great Deception. Yeah. Because this it seems every day is a deception. Every single, every single thing, it's always false flag after false flag. What's real? What's fake? Sleight of hand. Look over here. Don't look at what's going on behind the curtain. Ooh. Don't look at what's going on in DC, bro. Look it up in the sky. There's a fucking balloon, bro. Like, oh, yeah. Don't Somehow look what's right in front of your face. face. It's like that bird box movie. You know, yes. everybody's walking around with these blinders on because they're so distracted by this, this psyop, that psyop, you know, look here. Like you're saying, look here, look there. And, yeah, and at the end of it. People are just spinning in circles, you know, getting themselves dizzy like those old school dizzy bat races. But then you wonder, <laughs> or people wonder, I should say, why mainstream media sources have the lowest viewership in history right now. Like, all right, 
You understand that saying this sentence, this is a correct sentence. Alex Jones has a higher viewership than CNN. That's a correct statement. That's also a a mind-blowing statement in and of itself. People have completely lost faith in the mainstream media. And even if they have faith in it, they don't want to listen to it because all it is is feeding them bad news, bad propaganda, constantly keeping them scared, constantly keeping us like mad at each other. People don't even want to hear that anymore. So that doesn't even shock me at all these days. I have an issue with that, too, is that, you know, anytime there's any kind of news that comes out, people are always referencing CNN as, oh, look, they said it. So it has to be real or they're referenced. They're still referencing him, even if you're not watching it. They're still being referenced as, as a, a credible source, a valid source. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. make any damn sense. That was one thing I was going to actually say. I mean, it, it, it's tough to know how many viewers Alex Jones actually gets. It's tough to know how many views CNN actually gets. Right. So, you know, a lot more people know about CNN versus Alex Jones. So right. it is it is kind of hard. I, I, I'm in the camp that Alex Jones is is controlled opposition, right? Uh, same with Joe Rogan. Um, you know, there's other other big shows out there that I think are right. Are Wouldn't suspicious. that be true for anyone that's big, you know, and anyone ah. that is taking some sort of funding from a corporation? I feel like they're controlled in a way, right? I mean, it's there's tough an for that for sure. It's tough to say, man, because I want to get to that level. I'm sure that 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 you guys do too, like cult of conspiracy. You guys want to get there. I know, Matt. You like we're not just we we do this for fun, obviously, but we want to grow our shows and we want to get to the point where we reach all these people. Do we expect to be called controlled opposition once we get to that level? I, you know, I I think that it's part of the game, right? I but, hope that uh, I get to the level of being called a sellout. Like, right? <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm, it, I'm it depends well. too. Shit. <laughs> Does your opinion change? That's when you're a sellout, it, right. and that's where we get to. When you will not talk against certain groups, then yeah, you have sold out, and that's yeah, the right. problem that I have with it is that these guys like Rogan. There's certain things he won't touch. You know, and there's there, all these guys, they have their boogeymen. And then you get an Alex Jones who will say the most ridiculous shit just to be that contradictory guy that stirs everything up to look like the agent of chaos. Wasn't well, it interesting that Kanye went on uh, or excuse me, yay went on uh, Alex Jones? I mean, that, that's kind of weird, right? I mean, boy, your boy Jesus has been popping up everywhere doing everything. So I'm going to be very honest with you. And this isn't even conspiracy talking. This is just me talking. I don't know what homeboy's on. All right. I don't know right. what level he's on. I don't know if he's enlightened. I don't know if he's on the spectrum. I don't know if he's lost his mind because Kim K and that whole cult got to him. Right, right. Bro, I don't know, but I'm mm, Yeezy is somebody who in and of himself needs to be needs to be watched. I'm but sure that's if you another put your guy. Dick a- that's another guy like you were talking about before. It's a distraction. Because in the end. What the fuck is Kanye going to do that's going to help your life or my life or any of our day-to-day lives? Remember when Kim Kardashian had a meeting with Donald Trump to talk about the prison reformation that she and her husband wanted to push? I'm sorry. Kim Kardashian had a meeting with the president about prison reformation. These are three things that should never be in the same sentence. You know what I'm saying? But of course, that got all the media attention. And it was all about the distraction. Never mind the fact of what we're spending the money on right now. Look at this thing. Yep. She you know does what, come though? from an elite family. Oh, yeah, right? she does. Oh, you can follow that all the way back to the OJ trials. And if you really want to go back to her, yeah, her Armenian roots, you want to talk right, about right. it's It's wild to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. 
I was going to say, I'm sure that if you put your dick inside of Kim Kardashian, you probably lose a little bit of your sanity at, at some point. That's got to be a fun ride. I don't I'm care who you are. A chunk of your soul goes with it. I'm true convinced. soul sucker. Yeah. Yes. Have you guys seen the the succubus, the succubus sigil and then Kim Kardashian's perfume logo? It's the same mm -hmm. damn thing. You yep. know, I, ah, you had these celebrities and they put out these logos. They put out these emblems and they say that it's not symbolism and X, Y and Z. But then you look at it next to a symbol and it's like, all right, you know, it's you can't even refute this. Well, Exxon Mobil doesn't have the Pegasus by accident. Right. Well, I, mean, I haven't seen that in a long time, but you're right. That was and I think it still is on their website. The Pegasus for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's all the these are sigils, you know, and, yeah. and our, our buddy NY Patriot that runs the occult rejects. He talks about this all the time that, you know, symbols are just what words are to our ears. You know, and we're being no. brainwashed and inundated with symbols constantly, many of which we don't know or understand, but subconsciously they're still going in. They're still being processed by your brain and absorbed to an extent. And yeah. it's it's a total effort, planned, programmed, whatever you want to call it. Give me an mm -hmm. example of that, man. There's a card game called Logos. Have y'all seen this? Mm-hmm. Perfect example of the psyops in real life. Think of a game where you hold up a card and everybody else has to guess what logo it is. There's no words. It's just the colors and the shapes of the logo. You would be shocked. How many obscures? Okay, everybody can point out like the Coca-Cola logo with or without the words. Okay, fine, fine. You would be floored at how many of these obscure logos you actually know because you have seen them probably 50 times today, whether you wanted to see them or not. And, and that's part of the problem with our society. Yes is that we can recognize those logos. And there's a meme out there that, you know, people can recognize these 25 logos, but they can't identify these 25 plants. Yes. And, and I've said this before, look states. at the fight club model, the fight yep. club model. What's a duvet. Why yep. do we know that a duvet is a type of blanket? Is it critical to our survival? Does that help anybody of the past 2000 years? No, but we all know what that is because we are a society of consumers who have been bred bred and and completely brainwashed to be the consuming cog in the machine to That's be the honest point. though these uh these sigils or logos or anything that you whatever you however you want to call them they're actually really genius and i you know oh, a yeah. lot of people will say oh well that's just satanic imagery whatever the case may be and and maybe it is i'm not even saying that it isn't some but what i will say is, is that people that practice this kind of occult ritual magic of sorts it's it really is magic you can call it satanic or whatever it is but it's magic because they understand how our minds work how our subconscious works they understand our subconscious more than we understand our subconscious yep. we don't even understand that whenever we're having these uh you know these these thoughts that are going you know in the back and back and forth in our head that we have like an angel and a devil and all that shit it's like those are really two different things, you know, because your mind and your subconscious are really two different things. Um, and and so I, I think that if there's a way to be able to harness that kind of shit and use it to your advantage, well, nobody would be saying that you're satanic. No, man. Um, that's ad agencies. And we've talked about the Bre the Betty Crocker example with the one egg. Have right. you all heard about that? Yes. OK, perfect example of that. It was a crazy ad agency that you cannot find the name of this ad agency right now. But the ones that told them to change the formula to put one egg in it, they were drawing on ancient Sumerian symbolism of fertility and motherhood and the sales skyrocketed. It was it wasn't meant to be a satanic thing. It wasn't meant to be a pagan thing, any of these things. But at the same time, it worked. 
you See, can harness this for your own ends. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm I'm over the whole satanic Luciferian, you know. I, I feel like it's an overused concept in our it's thing. I, I think it's dark arts, right? Yes. Or it's intention based. So when you're dealing with magic, sigils, whatever it is, it's all based on your intention. So I, I think I, I think by saying satanic, it's just an easy way to lump everything in there. I think it's a dark arts ritual that they're going through and we got to get away from the satanic shit. Cause that's the way you turn the, the people that are like borderline off right away. As soon as you say, and, and there's people out there that live by it, everything satanic, right? right everything. Right. It's like, but no, then you no, get no. to a point where you have artists like the Sam Smith dude that no one fucking oh, knows about. God. And then he's going to, he's going to try to claw his way back to relevancy by doing something deliberately satanic. So I don't think yeah. that you can quite say that just yet where you're not seeing so much dark arts. You are seeing these these celebrities and these, you know, uh, pop cultural uh, icons and you know, I mean, in, in heavy quotes, icons mm -hmm. that are doing satanic stuff deliberately. I mean, literally wearing devil horns on Look stage. Look at Lil Nas X's shoes that he released. It was 666 pairs of this uh shoe that actually had blood in it right the whole so you can't you, yeah. you can't call so that many many so other things say, rather than right i mean yeah. the, i think a lot of these things are put out there just to fuck with us too well, well that and that's the thing shooting. talking about sam smith gets him more popular right yeah, like right. is that the guy's the fucking name is it yeah. sam smith okay sam so smith. yeah and he was famous for like two songs that and i'm not gonna lie the boy got some fucking pipes on him he, he's right. a vocalist mad talent but also what the hell was with this whole ad campaign? His talent has gotten into where he's at, not whatever the fuck this was. Well, right, it's right. funny what happened with him because about beginning of February, I noticed in the New York Post that there was an article on him talking about how he's finally now comfortable in his own skin. And it shows him in like this white sequin, like V down to his crotch dress, yeah. basically. And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, dude, they're going to push this hard now. And then he comes out at the Grammys uh -huh. and does this, you know, the, the, the devil bullshit. And the then ad I saw for that dress, it was like human progress is inevitable. And I'm just like, yeah. OK, That's well, then like, yesterday yeah. he comes out in some like? black fucking balloon suit. Weird shit. Yeah, that looks like. You know, some people were saying he looks like ball and 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 all that. But again, the 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 creator of the outfit said it wanted to match the human form. Now get the fuck out of here if you think <laughs> I'm gonna buy any of this bullshit. That this is how we're supposed to look. Like get right. out of here. It's with the this. Hunger Games, dude. Yep. That's yeah, what it totally is. is. People like like us are struggling to like put food on the table for our families and our loved ones and whatnot, and even pay our own bills. And then these people are out there buying goofy ass clothes and wearing fucking literal lions on their damn shoulders, like uh, one of the Kardashians was. And it's just it's it's total nonsense, dude. Like it, it's just separating the classes. And and you know, there's people that idolize these people and and people that just hate them. And to go back to what you were saying, as far as dark arts rather than satanism in and of itself i hear what you're saying it's basically putting a label and you're right calling it satanic is painting with a very broad brush because there's a lot of nuances to it there's a lot of pagan rituals that a christian would immediately like oh that's satanic well there's a lot of cultural nuances that just got completely eliminated by blanket policying everything that's not christian so i feel what you're saying on that but again to, to the point that you were making also there are some that are explicitly satanic. There are some of this sigil magic that is like explicitly meant to be 
of the spectrum of my faith, for instance, clearly satanic, not just dark arts. However, I do believe that both are happening at the same time. Now, where, where you believe the people that are practicing the dark arts are deriving that power from and what is answering their calls when they ask for help from certain things, that's a talk for whatever flavor of religion you believe in. You know what I mean? And yep. that's that's to each their own. So I don't label myself as a Christian. No, you um, do not. I am. I like to consider myself just open minded. I don't. What do you I label yourself, if anything, except for like professionally on the fence? That's it's not even on the fence. It's just I like to dip my toe in and see what the water's like. I, I just like to look at everything. You don't like I, to say course, no to anything. I'll put it like not that. necessarily. Yeah. I'll say <laughs> I'll say no to a few things. But <laughs> you have no standards. I don't go both ways. All right. That's I'll oh, say no fair, to that. Fair, fair. My bad, my bad. Uh, but, Within the realm of reality. Sorry, right. Sam. But, Sam Smith, you're out of luck, buddy. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, Sam. No, no. He is time too. But probably. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> his money, though, for his money. No, there's no amount of money. But ah. what I will say is, is that, you know, whenever you it, it's all about the 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 colored glasses that you're wearing whenever you're mm -hmm. looking at these things. Yep. If you're looking at it from a Christian perspective, then, perspective, of course, dog. then, of course, it's satanic. Right. But if you remember, this country was founded upon Christian beliefs. So if you're if you're playing with the um, by Freemasons, you, know, you practice the Kabbalah. It's interesting how that works out. But that's mm -hmm. a talk for another day. Sure. sure. Which is the I'm Christianity that we're based off of. If you're yeah. you know, if you're going to say this is a Christian based nation, it was it wasn't built off, you know, strict Christianity. When you have the you know apotheosis of Washington in the middle of the capital. Right. Or sure. if you have all the nuances of first European settlers, like we're talking what a Christian nation, like what we're talking Puritan, because if that's the case, we have a few rules that are not being enacted. We're talking the Amish, we're talking the Quakers. Well, you know the, what I mean? The point that I'm making is, is that, yeah, Christian is a giant umbrella term. Yeah. It is. But under that umbrella term, the, the bad guy is always the devil. Right. You that's know what, what I'm saying? saying? It's such a cop out. You know, it, it takes away so many things, so many levels as to what's happening and why it's happening to just say, oh, it's Satan. Right. But that's not to say that. I think that a lot of it really is just to, you know, get people excited. Oh, my God. Did you see him? He yeah. wore the, the uh, you know, the devil and, and Rihanna at the Super Bowl oh. last night. She was dressed and like the devil or whatever it was. And that's the right? other thing, too. I hate New Age Satanism. Why don't you just call it humanism? That's all it yeah. fucking is. You're calling it that to be a troll. Yeah, and then you have much. these celebrities and half of them. I can't tell if they're trolling. Like the Rihanna thing. Is it possible Rihanna did that just to like rub it in everybody's face? Of like, ha ha, I'm going to fuck all y'all's minds up. Or is she a part of it? And that was clearly symbolism. Dude, Dude I found, I heard something today from Ghost. Uh, you know, buddy, from my third eye, I do the, uh, you know, the the conspiracy underground news team show with every week, right? The best comes around. Yeah, dude, it's a the cunt, right? It's it's a it's an interesting take that he had on this Super Bowl halftime show. You've got a pregnant Rihanna. No one knew that she was pregnant, right? Right. She's wearing red. Red represents the female egg. This is what the color of the female egg are. Everyone else around was dressed up like little sperms, yes. fucking like dancing all around her and shit. I, I never, I never. Well, she what? was supposed to be the scarlet whore giving birth to the Antichrist. I heard that comparison. Made. Yeah, because what time are we coming into? We're rapidly approaching the, you know, the spring, the re that's the birth time. Right. And I think that's what they're prepping us with, with these rituals. You got the Grammys last weekend, you get the Super Bowl this weekend. And th those are their rituals leading up to their birthing season, which is, you know, the springtime. Okay. I right. was going to say something, too, back to what you were saying, Matt, earlier, like how Sam Smith's finally comfortable in his clothes and he's wearing like a bull rat fucking slingshot uh, thong <laughs> or whatever, you know, 
there's it's okay to not be a hundred percent comfortable in your skin if you're gonna get to that level. Like I I am a, like a two hundred fifty pound dude. I shouldn't feel comfortable walking around in a thong outside. Like I I should I should maybe not feel that comfortable in Bert my Kreischer skin. does though. Yeah, well he's another fucking <laughs> Illuminati uh, type dude. So it's it's okay to be like, yeah, you know, I need to better myself a little bit. I'm not a hundred percent comfortable in my skin. This is why I'm exercising lately. I'm running. I'm trying to get in better shape. It's okay to not feel a hundred percent comfortable. But then when you're out there and you have like these three hundred and fifty pound, five foot five women like Lizzo that are dancing Uh-oh. around and they're like, bitch, you got to feel confident in yourself. Like, man, no, you don't. You could actually try and better yourself instead of just trying to feel confident the way yeah. that you are, because it will lead to a premature death if you're just 100% confident and comfortable in your fat self, right? I mean, I'm all about loving yourself. I get it. I get the message they're trying to say, like, okay, I'm with you. But at the same time, bro, agreed. Like, you can't be promoting people to literally be killing themselves from diabetes in 20 years. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Have right. a little bit of dignity, a little bit of pride within yourself. Right. Slightly. But if you really think about it, that's exactly what they want. Ah. I mean, it's all about depopulation right, and right. lowering the society and, and, and making the, the less people, the more control they have. Yeah. You know, it's like up in, I'm from Pennsylvania, right? There's a certain time of year where you can go out and just fucking shoot as many deer as you want because they're trying to keep the population down. It's yeah. not that there's. It's not that there's too many. It's just that there's too many of them to control. And so I think that that's really all this is, is that it's just it's another form of population control. Yeah, let's get them all eating fucking McDonald's, make them be 400 pounds. They'll, they'll die whenever they're 36. Well, hey, and what you else know. do you need when you <laughs> if you are sick, you are into their system. You are oh, yeah. into their pharma. You they are you are their cash cow at that point. And then if you decide to go outside of their system, then you're a pariah. Then, you know, then they're going to crack down on you because you can't go to a naturopathist or anybody that doesn't pr- uh, practice, you know, the Rockefeller medicine. Why That's- don't they let people drink and drive then? Why don't they let people uh, insurance. You know, do all these other things? It's insurance. Why do you have to yeah. wear a seatbelt, but you don't have to wear a helmet on a motorcycle? You know, you have to wear well, a seatbelt in a car, but you don't have to wear a helmet in a motorcycle. It's because of insurance. It depends on your state. It depends on the state. Yeah. You're in. But I will agree. The insurance companies have so much money that they're able to pull the government whichever way they want. We're talking upper echelon. We're talking in line with the banks. You know what I'm saying? So it's the idea point, of the Iron Triangle. You guys heard of that? I've heard the of Iron it. Triangle. Yeah, it's like uh, bureaucracy, corporations, and government, right? It's like a, it's this trifecta where they feed off each other. And that's where the insurance companies come in and like how they set policy for the government and so on. And the beautiful little cherry center of that, which nobody really wants to acknowledge, but really does dip their toes in all of that, the church. But that's a talk for another day. Well, that's a separate iron triangle. It's a it's an interesting. There you go. Look at Matt here. Look at the fucking fucking Jamie. Right. I was going to (laughs) say, yeah. (laughs) Well, too much. Yeah. Bureaucracy, Congress and interest groups. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I can't find a single fault with this whole graph. It checks out. That's what the Iron Triangle is. And you see this in all kinds of things. So like the bureaucracy could come from, uh, obviously, you know, investors in the interest group. And then, sure. you know, it, it shoots back. And and it doesn't necessarily need to be Congress. It can also be like the uh, government. Well, the Congress is the government, but it could be the executive branch. It could That's be the judicial saying. branch, Leadership. right? Yep, it depends yeah. on group. Yeah. Put it to authoritative body. Hell, that could even be on the lower level. That could be your county. I mean, yep. if you really want to sure. get technical, this can go to whatever it can go as big or small as it needs to. But this this chart fits. 
Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a scary thing, man. It's very it's been present since government's been a thing. Absolutely. Good God almighty. Hey, have you guys seen anything on on the pipelines? Yes. And did you see the the Seymour Hirsch article that it basically, you know, he lays out exactly how the US did it and that they're basically not denying it either anymore. Um this is exactly why whenever people and whenever we get into the whole Russia Ukraine shit and people oh. are always raising their fucking Ukraine Ukraine flags and I don't care you can send as much money and as much military shit as you possibly want. Dude, Russia I don't know. I'm I'm sure they're both bad guys, but here's the thing. We're the ones really starting this shit. That's what this is all about. Oh, we do everything. We are the biggest terrorists in the world. I mean, and that's right. what this says right here. This this happened, okay? It says last June, Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Balt Ops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all the U.S., you went around and you listened to the, you know, the Sunday morning talk shows back last year about this time. They were all saying, and even back into Trump's presidency, they were saying that they had to put an end to Nord Stream 2. And the reason for that was that was Russia feeding them cheap fuel. And if they had that, there's no need for the Ukraine conflict. They're not going to fight. They're not going to side with America during that because they're going to be getting Russia's for, you know, cheap energy or cheap oil. Right. And Here's the deal, man. America only does one thing really, really, really well anymore, and that's war. So the only way that we can keep the war machine turning is to create our own boogeyman. And go and handle. But it. this this is an actual act that could cause war. That's, That's the, the scary thing about this shit. This is it's an intentional. Yeah. This is across lines. This is a thing. You know, there's been a lot of false flags that get people into wars. This is an actual event that now if it, Russia insists that they can tie it to the U.S. Okay. It, I'll put it to another level for you. The rapid withdrawal out of Afghanistan, where we left how many billions of dollars of equipment that's now in terrorist hands? Do you think we're not going to be getting shot at by our own equipment here in the next couple of years? We well, they're playing for us left- now. You know, oh, we, we, oh, right, I got to right. I got to jump in real quick. We got to stop using the words we and us okay. because we are not involved. Well, in this. we, we is, separate is, ourselves, is meaning the United States. Government. I know, dude. Military industrial government. Right. Stop being yeah, so sensitive. No, my we bad. gotta okay, separate fair, ourselves fair. from our fucking government, dude. We are I'm not the you. government. Like I'm we are my dog. I'm with no, you. So, excuse it. me. The United States government has done this multiple times. You look at Afghanistan when we created the Muha- excuse me, the U.S. government. No, we <laughs> created the Mujahideen <laughs> that later became Al Qaeda that we later had to fight in Afghanistan because of something that we let happen, i.e., 9/11. Excuse me, U.S. government let happen, i.e., 9/11. My it's point tough is, to though, do, that- right? It's tough to to dis- to make that distinguishment. But yeah, dude, we didn't do any of this shit, man. No, we the people didn't. And just like the Ukrainian people didn't do anything for this, just like the Bolivia, uh, not Bolivia, I'm sorry, the Bosnian people did nothing to deserve what happened to them. But the people at the top, i.e. like Raytheon, really likes when war happens and America does it. And we throw so much money at war. It's not even funny. So they're like, hey, let's just cause a little uprising, you know, get a little U.S. troop action and then boom, we're in the money, boys. Yeah, man. And I don't like that. I don't like that. But at the same time, if America was going to like run the reins at something, I would rather it be war. I'm, that's just me. 
I would yeah. rather not be the antagonist, though. Fair. I'm, I'm not saying it's a perfect system. I'm not saying it's good that we remain the world's toughest bully by making sure no one else gets close to us. But at the same time, thus far, it's worked. That's all I'm saying. I, you know? Yeah, there. it seems like that tide is turning a little bit, though, because we do have a, an incredibly weak government right now. And there's I don't know what's going on with all these, uh, you know, uh, you know, unknown objects that are flying over uh. like different areas and stuff. And I'm sure that that'll segue us into something else here. But it's like, man, we're appearing very weak. And I don't think that we're following the art of war where we're appearing weak and we're really strong. I don't think that we're doing that. I think that we just have an incompetent government. Um, but they're trying to make themselves seem incompetent because if you're like to, to bring it to a very simple analogy, if you're a kid in high school, you're not going to fight a retarded kid that is fucking with you because they're retarded, right? Like they know, uh, you know that they're not supposed to do that. They're just incompetent, but you are going to pick on a bully that is just a dickhead, a, a, a normal dickhead that is trying to mess with you. So you're not going to, uh, you know, engage with the incompetent government. But if you knew that they were evil, you would, right? So they're 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 this these evil people posing as like just incompetent idiots. When yeah. you know it, it's the exact opposite, they are they're very much bad guys. I hear you, and I think that our government has been made incompetent on purpose so that other people could rise to power. I believe that that's why Biden is in the position he's in. He's been on China's dick since '92. Like right. we have played multiple uh, where he he had these big press conferences and he he had, uh, addressed the Congress or the House. I forget which one it was. Forgive me for not being a Biden expert. But my point is, though, that he was talking about and this is in 92, how America needs to get more involved with China. We need to get better trade partners with them and all this shit. And now here we go. We have a, a military that is. And I hate to say this out loud, but it's also true. The numbers are the numbers. Okay, the mil- the United States military has operated off a system of we want to have so much capability and so much numbers and so much equipment that we could fight two full size wars at the same time. We have taken that approach ever since World War II, and we have always kept our military spending up that high to keep our numbers up, to keep our tanks equipped, to keep our shit up to date, and also being on the cutting edge of military technology. The problem is that with the horrible experiences of the last 20 given you know give or take years of war and we have this many veterans that have come back and told the people what military is actually like what this war is actually like what serving this government is actually like we have the lowest recruiting numbers we've had in a very very long time so much so that we no longer currently can keep up with the capability of fighting two fronts at the same time now yes we can still handle up on one we can still do what we need to do we could still establish global dominance within like 72 hours very quickly but Like you said, the tides are turning because now while we are in a military downcline, decline, excuse me, China is on a military incline. They now have the largest Navy on Earth. They are now trying to build, I think it's 1500 more nukes, which is still nowhere near as much as we or Russia have. But either way, it's unnecessary. Then on top of all of that, we have these Chinese, quote unquote, Chinese balloons that our government allowed into our air station, into our airspace flew all the way over the country and then shot down later on. But that's a talk for later on. But these unidentified flying objects, have you seen these pill reports that we're getting uh, about these things being shot down over Alaska and Canada? They <laughs> yeah, briefly. Go with the UFOs, these pilots are for the first time in years seeing these objects that they didn't have the capability for up until two years ago. They just updated all of our radars 
in our planes and they are able to see further than they've ever been able to see before while still in their position, they are seeing things that have always been there. But every time we've gotten close enough, they take off these mm. tic tac shaped crafts that are beating and breaking every known law of aviation that we operate under. And we have no idea what the hell they are, but apparently we shot one down allegedly. Right, right. Yeah, Man, missed with the first shot, got him with the second, supposedly. <laughs> right, right, right. There is one thing I saw too, uh, going back to that China, you know, increasing their military spending and their operations and everything, where supposedly they signed something into law, and who knows if this is real or not, where uh every citizen is like a, a standing member of the army now. Like so they have done force conscription, and that's always been a part of their policy, although it was like you have the it basically like everywhere else you can get called for the draft. Right, it's right. Just, you knew that. And it was a big time. You had to take martial arts in some way to even qualify to join the military. But with the way they're going right now, and with the way that China is moving economically around the world, every industry that America pulled out of, like when the oil industry tanked, China came in and bought it for pennies on the dollar. And now that Africa is pumping oil like it used to, that's all going to China now. You look at the Afghanistan withdrawal. They are putting in a massive rail system, a massive highway to be able to mine the $3 trillion of untapped mineral reserves in the Afghan mountains. The thing is, though, China's been very stinky and very uh, shrewd in how they've done the paperwork. So usually when an outside company comes in or outside country comes in and does some sort of drill work, the local population has to maintain 51% of the workforce, give or take. And that's always a part of the, the requirements. Dude, China somehow found a way to loophole it to where they can bring 99% of the manpower in and the host country just gets fucked. And they're grateful for it somehow. So along with them making their economic moves, they're also making big military moves. And they're trying to make it to where they are going to become the world's next leading superpower. Their biggest problem, in my opinion, is going to be their population decline or at least their population stagnation. That That's what I was just going to say. I've I've been reading lately Dude. multiple articles about how yeah. they're in a, a stagnant point where that one one child law that they had forever is really coming back Bro, to bite them in the ass. Fucked them. It fucked them for anything that they're trying to do in the next two decades. So here's the deal. China can make it through this. They just had a massive housing bubble burst last year. And here's the problem. The Chinese economy, the housing market accounts for like 60% of people's income that they spend as opposed to America when it's like 30% or something like that. So when the housing bubble burst, that fucked over the entirety of China's population, right? That being said, they are trying to get set up to make a big move here soon. And if they either a don't make a big move or B do not implement some sort of massive changes in their society and culture, I think China might actually collapse. Right. The average salary there is like $10,000. Right. But they're but they're holding that in account to a first world living standard. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Ten thousand in China. That's that's doing all right. Ten thousand in America. Like, yo, you're beyond poverty. Well, I'm saying like ten thousand dollars from what I heard. It's like the, the similar spending, but they're also much better at saving money. And the system's different. Right. It's a communist system. So if you're pocketing ten thousand dollars and then you're getting like supposedly all these state services and whatnot that, that come with communism, which who knows how the hell it really works over there. It's really tough to know. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's just going to be interesting. They've been a threat since like the entire time I've been alive since the 90s. And nothing's really happened from it other than like cheap labor and shit like that but I'll, I'll say it again the biggest threat to america is in washington dc oh yeah for sure 
that's it. Yeah, we all agree on that. Our biggest enemy is is our government and the military industrial complex and the corporations that, you know, essentially make our laws. The medical industrial complex, too. Yeah, that's where our big problem is, because our our politicians are bought bought and paid for. So, oh, you look at the way this whole Ukrainian deal has been handled, man, start to finish. Like we sent, excuse me, as of now, I think it's $100 billion and counting to Ukraine. And then you look at how much of that actually got to Ukraine, how much of that was sent back to the United States in some sort of offshore account, how much of that got pocketed by the local Ukrainian politicians. They're taking these massive European vacations in the middle of an active fucking war on their home soil. Zelensky's had to fire a bunch of staff members. I'm sure that was a big political move. That was a big puppet move. I'm fully aware of it. But my point is, though, even when America, the American government, sends quote-unquote help there's always an ulterior motive and when there's war there are so many ways to hide money within the layers and the fine print and the loopholes man you could hide money everywhere in war Mm. that's the whole point of war that's it's a big money laundering scheme that's all that is it's it's a and it's a bank money grab for the military industrial complex yeah, this and part then, of this part of the show should be brought to you by TurboTax and H and R Block and shit. You know? <laughs> there you uh, go. Don't forget to file your taxes after hey, all this. Fuck shit. that, man! Yeah. I ain't I ain't naming names unless they cut me a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't forget. But, but so you what look you, at the military movements around the world, man. You look at Turkey right now. That big earthquake that just happened. Turkey was already just going to ask make- you about. I was going to say that thing. You know, it hits Turkey and Syria. Yes, but Turkey was already gearing up to make a massive northern push into Syria, man. We actually did an episode about that three weeks ago. Turkey is in a big push right now to break through the Kurdish-owned area because right now Syria has a pocket of land that's owned by the Kurds, and they have established their own Kurdish nation because Syria is in a civil war and kind of can't deal with every fucking problem in their face, right? Now that that's been done and that set a precedence, other Kurdish uh, areas, which most of the Kurd population is in Turkey— they are starting to have talks of revolution, of uh, uh, independence, and Turkey's already trying to shut that down. So if Turkey comes in, and they, I remember the Turkish president back in November had said this, he wanted to make a 30-kilometer strip of northern Syria a Turkish friendly zone, safe zone, whatever you want to call it, that area is going to be completely ran by military of Turkey, which is a UN power. It, it'll be the equivalent of Palestine. Yes, Yes. And the problem is that everybody wants Turkey to be on board with Finland and Sweden trying to join in. Or is it Norway and Finland? Excuse me. Trying to join into the U.N. that no one's really going to tell them shit or or NATO. Excuse me. No one's going to stop Turkey from making this military push because you have to have all members give the thumbs up for new countries to join. And if for any reason Turkey decides, no, you know what? I'm going to hold off on that vote until I'm done with this. It's a whole big push. There's whole power plays being done right now. But then in spite of all of that, an earthquake fucking happens. And so now Turkey can move in in a military way and say that it's not military. It's strictly human aid. They, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it literally was out of a fucking textbook. Yeah, you think that uh, that earthquakes can happen uh, like uh, governments can create earthquakes? And maybe this I'm, is I'm going to say it's possible. I'm not going to say for sure that they can create earthquakes. I'm going to say that I don't know that they can't. I know for sure that they can create hurricanes. I know for sure they can create uh, tornadoes. I know for sure they can make it rain once a week in Dubai from cloud seeding. So to say that they can create an earthquake, that's not even the craziest shit I've heard this week. Oh, so I'll I'll prove it to you right here. 
It's science. Science. Bill Nye. Mechanisms of induced seismicity. Say that oh. 10 times fast. Oh. So you okay, can do so it. Yeah. You can do it by water injection or gas extraction. And these are the two ways they tell us about. This doesn't even include uh, a frequency based where you would, you know, literally shake the ground. Oh, this has to do with like the mud flood shit. Yep. It very well could. Um, seismographs like this, there's there's truck units that they'll roll out to take seismic readings of the area. They'll just put their legs down, send a vibration through and get the readings back. It's basically sonar. You know, yeah. through through the dirt. So absolutely. And who's to say that they didn't back in the day put something underground that has to be triggered by a radio wave and then boom, they create an earthquake. Hey, that's not again, that's not even the craziest shit I've heard this week. And it's right, only right. Monday. You know what I mean? Well, now, I what, it, kinda... what I do find suspicious, though, is let me let me just share uh, again, because these buildings, right? We're, we're we're talking about an area that supposedly has a lot of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. And we start looking at some of these buildings and they, it looks awfully suspicious. Like yeah. there might've been some direct energy weapons or things like that, that might've hit some of these, I mean, because some of these are just obliterated. And that's the thing too, especially in an area where, you know, historically, like they get massive earthquakes once every 10 years, 20 years, give or take, because it's on a natural spot where the plates meet, right? You would think that the buildings in that area, for instance, Japan. If you look at Japanese architecture and their big, big, massive wooden palaces that they made, those are made to withstand earthquakes. They were built in a way that they can actually rock and not fall. And they did that strictly off of cutting wood. There's no bolts, no nails, no nothing in these constructions. Well, and a lot of these buildings in the Middle East, sorry to cut you off, I'll let you right back. They're made from what's called natural concrete or Roman concrete, which is a totally different material. It's much more durable. Like you said, it tends to give, it absorbs water, it absorbs, uh, you know, movement a lot better. So, yeah, absolutely. And that was right in line with the point I was about to make. Now you have these buildings that have lasted hundreds, sometimes thousands of years through all these earthquakes, through floods, through everything else. But now all of a sudden one earthquake hits and they topple. Is that to say that it was finally the straw that broke the camel's back? Possibly. Is it to say that maybe this was a little bit more than just your average run-of-the-mill earthquake that it's experienced for 2,000 years? Fucking maybe, dude. Maybe. Occam's razor, right? Uh, Right. It could just be the most simple explanation, but at the same time, man, it's just, it's one after the other, right? We hit on what? The earthquake, UFOs, Nord Stream, and we didn't even touch on something that nobody in in the mainstream is talking about which is this train derailment in ohio bruh i just mm. heard about this today this afternoon i have done zero digging on it thus far so all right here let me let me get let me uh share here while you're pulling that up did you also hear about the train derailment in south carolina and in texas wait wait were these all food related just curious I don't know for a hundred percent. We just got like someone that called in while we were doing this uh, episode today. Um, L one thumb L actually like called us and was like, yeah, there was like two fucking train derailments in the last couple hours. Yep. I'm very curious how much of this has to do with food manufacturing because to date there's like been 200 food manufacturing facilities since 2020 that have burned down, been shut down for weird reasons. And now I'm hearing about this kind of chemical stuff. I'm hearing about train derailments and it's like, bro, they're not even being coy about it. They're just not talking about it. And then watch the, watch the end of this video. It gets Mm -hmm. even creepier. So if you didn't hear a train has derailed in Ohio, spilling thousands of gallons of PVC 
polychloride liquid toxic fumes and gases. One of the most toxic chemicals known to man. The crazy part? Look at this movie trailer. Is there supposed to be a video? Oh, you don't see anything? I yeah, see shit about raccoons, which is yeah. fascinating to me. I saw oh, raccoon shit. information. Same. I saw Did the I raccoons and cougars. I'm like, whoa, what does this have to do with the train derailment? You there still was researching raccoons, raccoons, Matt? Thing? I love it. <laughs> Somehow the? a train derailment read to like mutant raccoons. I don't know where this is going. I'm on board. <laughs> Dude, Let's we go. have this thing going here where there's a, there's a big problem with raccoons out here these days. And, and that's what I thought he was getting at there. <laughs> I love it. The trash pandas are real in your area, huh? <laughs> no no they're just terrifying to me <laughs> wait a raccoon is scary to you dude i'm sure that we'll get into it later uh okay. maybe when we wrap up the show there's a debate yeah i don't want to spoil nothing all right fair enough fair enough <laughs> dude I don't yeah, know. sorry matt i just it seemed like there was a video that was supposed to be shown there it was yeah. my computer just freaked the fuck out i don't know where it went okay so this was liquid polychloride yeah, vinyl, uh, vinyl okay. something chloride. Okay. So what so that is is a component that's used to make PVC. It's a very, very horrible substance. Uh, plants around us actually uh, make it. Matter of fact, one of the plants that I was working at for a while had a big chlorine leak. And thankfully, it wasn't raining because if water would have hit that, it would have turned everything immediately to acid rain. And that would have been a whole separate problem. Instead, the cloud went into a nearby neighborhood and everybody in there came out puking their guts up and there was a whole thing. There was yeah, checks man. cut. Dow Chemical? Bro, let me tell you about these plants that I work at. It's... Whew. Anyway. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, animals dying, fish dying in the rivers. They told you that like the water in this area is safe to drink still, but the fish are dying. <laughs> Birds are falling out of the sky. I mean, obviously, I didn't realize that you worked with chemicals like that. You know better than, than uh, I would. This shit's fucking absolutely toxic, man. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the facility you're working at. Uh, I currently work at a sugar refinery, and we have no harmful chemicals on site because everything has to be food grade. That was literally luck of the draw that I work where I work currently. But in the past, you name it, Shell, BASF, Exxon, Dow, DuPont. I I've been through all of them. Mm. Can you see this, Rye? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we see this, man. It's like TikTok. Right. Here we go. So if you didn't hear, a train has derailed in Ohio, spilling thousands of gallons of PVC polychloride liquid toxic fumes and gases one of the most toxic chemicals known to man the crazy part look at this movie trailer let's watch a sitcom or something no they're calling it the airborne toxic event. We won't come this way. Will we have to leave our home? Of course not. How do you know? I just know. Okay, what if it's dangerous? We have a situation. Say, but this seems pretty weird. This is a real picture of the aftermath, by the way. I'm sure it's just a coincidence, though. So yeah, it's the same city, the right? Yeah, last year with the playbook in it. Good God! Yeah, now yeah, check we this. That today, this we is more like a news days. report on it. This is wild. Friday, twenty of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't 
These aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! Look at it! Arrested for porters, supposedly. There's dead fish in rivers. You know, supposedly people. Officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. Dying. Residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. Had to get the guy hold the damn chicken too. Look at all these fucking crows. I'm not kidding. This is within 10 miles of East Palestine. Now what is that? I saw this earlier. What was that? The la that, that green measure? and yellow? Yeah, the 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 test strips. It's a pH test of the water. It's a litmus okay. test, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to tell you. I can't read what that's it, a that, what that is. Basically, you use that to test the uh, the pH of like a hot tub or a pool or something. And you compare because there's like a five panel chemical test that tells pH and salt and all that. So that's stuff. highly acidic. I'm assuming it it just pretty much runs the gauntlet of of five different things. There is an acid on there. There's a base on there. There's a chlorine on there. There's it just tells you ah. if you need to add any chemicals to the water of your pool. But you could also use that in this case to test the water of a puddle. Right, that was around tap this water. Leak. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. It may it may be tested for chlorine. Oh yeah, you see that right there. Tap water, gutter one, gutter two, and uh, open something. Yeah, yeah. You use that to uh, use that as like a, a gauge, as a baseline. Damn, dude, so I grew the tap up water like an looks hour away from this place. That is wild, dude. That's so crazy. And depending on how the winds go, this could affect your hometown, dude. I did not. I didn't even realize that it was that close. Right on the border. I grew up on the border of Pennsylvania and Ohio, just like that. Wow, dude. That's huh. fucking crazy. Yeah, it's insane. I can't believe they released a movie about literally this, the whole playbook, and then a year later it happens. Bro, the the stones on these boys. Good huh. God. Dude, it, yeah, it's crazy. So here it is. Five tankers of vinyl chloride, approximately 125 gallons. The government burned it off instead of cleaning it up. So they, when they burned it, they're burning hydrogen chloride, which is unstable. It attaches to, to water to form hydrochloric acid. Yep. And toxic gas clouds formed a 10-mile radius. For the record, mm. anybody keeping track at home, vinyl chloride, again, PVC is polyvinyl chloride. Please don't burn PVC pipes. If you're ever doing something at home and you're just like getting rid of trash, don't burn the fucking plastic. Just don't do it. This is literally why. But anyway. Yep. Hey, man, how about that government, though, man? They're always coming in clutch for us. Oh, I forgot. You can burn all the plastic you want as long as you buy enough carbon credits to cover your ass for the next five years. I That's forgot true. when you throw enough money at the problem, the earth forgives you for your malfeasance. I forgot. My bad. Well, well thanks for you have uh, to be a peasant, that. too. If you're a corporation, it doesn't apply to you of or course. a nation. Or state. Just us, just us peasants, you know, any way to, to find, you know, taxes aren't enough. Let's get more out of them. You know it. You're absolutely right, man. But anyway, it's wild shit. Now, I heard about that detrailment in Ohio. What's this I'm hearing about South Carolina now? Yeah, I guess there was some uh, there was a train derailment in Houston and then also one in South Carolina. Um, in H-Town? Oh, hell. Yeah. I know yeah. Houston had a derailment. That must have happened today because I literally. Yeah, today. 
I've had a, a really, really strenuous 24 hours, so I haven't been on media much at all. So I'm kind of out of the loop as far as anything that's happened in the past day. I wouldn't have heard about it if it wasn't for uh, one thumb L reaching out and, and telling us. Hell yeah. Okay, fair enough. Know her, but yeah. Whew. Wow. Are you seeing anything there, Matt? I can look too. No, nah, I'm just seeing everything so high But So what did you say? South, South Carolina? Carolina and Houston. South Carolina. Uh, upstate Monday afternoon. Yeah, officials. Okay, here, let's see. Yeah, and then also authorities say that a freight train has derailed on a bridge over a Houston highway. At least one car fell onto the road below. Houston Fire Department officials say nobody was hurt in the accident around 8.30 a.m. CDT Thursday. So this was, uh, you know, a couple days back. We have no idea what was on that train, though, right? No, just it says a freight train. Okay. I mean, that could... (laughs) That it could be afraid of anything. So, okay. All right. Well, this I, is I, old too. Um, but that's the thing too. I could take an accident. You know what I mean? Train derailments do happen. It happens. This isn't a perfect world. Explosions. The the poly, uh, polyvinyl chloride fl- uh, fire that happened. It it does happen. It's rare. But when you see these things back to back to back to back and you look at the climate of the world around us, that's my big thing. When you see this many red flags, it's you can't ignore it. This is it here from the 13th. Which is, yeah, today. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. Texas train derails in collision with 18-wheeler, leaving driver dead. Um, Yeah, man. I guess this is the scene. It's just weird. Like you said, this seems more like an accident. But this, uh, this you know, three, three uh, you know, accidents, all, all with trains in one day, seems high. Exactly. Uh, not in one day, but you know what I mean. It's it's a little it's a little too fishy, a little too sus well, to just it let seems go. High when we look at it, right? I mean, right, right. It happens frequently, not you know, because it doesn't make the news Does all it? the time, right? Like, well, we we don't hear every story. There's so many stories Fair. out there. How many times does a small train derail and we hear nothing about it? It doesn't even make the national news. That's fair. And I guess it depends on the accident. I guess it depends on if anybody died, if there was some sort of foul play, if it was equipment yeah. failure. I get I you. I mean, think about like all the small plane crashes we never hear about. <laughs> sure. That's sure. something that happens on a regular basis. But then if we start looking at it, all of a sudden you start noticing, oh, shit, there's all these plane. Cr- Is there something suspicious? You know, we kind of we tend to believe or push that we connect all these things sometimes too much to a fault. Um, when in reality, it is just the nature of things. Now, that the, don't don't get me wrong. I still feel like that East Palestine thing is shady as fuck in Ohio. Right. I mean, it just doesn't make sense that you would and just- a dirty bomb type of situation going off in a city named Palestine. I mean, <laughs> bro. In the like, apocalypse, in the end of days, it's a sign. It, they're not even <laughs> trying to be coy about it, man. It's blatant. It's, it, one plus one equals two with these assholes, you know? <laughs> Well, and the ironic thing, they said it happened right, you know, on the same day that the music industry was doing their dark art satanic ritual. And it was like they're part of the ritual. It's okay. I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it's not, man. I'm saying shit lines up. I'll, I'm just calling it like I see it. You know what I'm yep. saying? I'm just calling the spade a spade. Whether, you know. <laughs> All right. We got to change courses here. This has been a little fucking dark. And I want to I want to lighten the mood a little bit. So what we're doing this year, we got a new little segment we're doing here on this. 
and it's a would you rather. So would you rather fight five raccoons at once or a bear that is equal to you in weight? Pause. What is the breed of bear and how fat are the raccoons? These are very, oh, 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 and is any drugs involved anywhere or is any rabies involved anywhere? Like, I need to know exactly what I'm stacking up against. Okay. We got clean raccoons. Word. I'm glad you made the distinction because if they had rabies right off the bat, I'm going with the bear. Exactly. That's going to kill me a no. week from now, you know? We're, so it's clean raccoons. All right. The bear is, is so I'm going up against a 200 pound bear. You, you can pick a, the bear type if you want it to be a 200 pound grizzly, you want it to be a 200 pound black bear, polar bear, whatever you want. It's a two, you know, your weight. Your body Don't go weight. with a polar bear, though. Equipment. That's what I'm saying. That's the only breed of bear. Or a grizzly. With the so like, you stand ah. no chance with a grizzly. Get out of here. Thing. I Your only hope is a black bear. That's it. But at the same time, I'm thinking of what a 180-pound grizzly bear would look like. Like that's like a cub, dude. And it, but Small here's bear. the other thing: it's not a child. It's not. You know, it, it's, it's not an adolescent. In, yeah. Hey, that's true. Because at that point, it doesn't know its own strength yet. But it's yeah. also not like a play toy at that point. I know teddy bears. Shit. Ah, I'm going to say the five raccoons, man. Oh, do I get you, any weapons or is it strictly bare hands? You want to fight the five raccoons? No weapons for either. No weapons. No weapons, nothing. If you you can pick up a rock, if there's a rock on the ground, you know, you can try okay, to hit so it. So weapons of it. opportunity are allowed. Like if I yeah. find a. So if you're fighting a bear in the woods or raccoon in the woods, you can pick up what's around you and take your shot. But yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with the five yeah. raccoons. Mm. Mm. So why are you, are you afraid of raccoons or you would just rather not fight the raccoons? Well, no, I, I say I'm raccoons all day because right. I've seen black bears way too up close and personal. Yeah. And just the size and the strength of these motherfuckers. I, I have no shot. There's, I do not see any black. scenario where I can defeat it. Rye on the other hand, Thinks he he can take a uh, a bear of his size. I mean, you see I'd the rather. Russians riding a bear. That's Russians. That's a different breed of white people. They're not in the discussion right now. We're talking about us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I yeah. I'd probably. I'd probably rather fight a bear personally. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, the reason is, is that and this is to the death, right? There's one. Yes. Of them. Okay. There's just one. I got to zero. Exactly. I have to zero in on one thing, dude. Fucking raccoons. Have you ever, dude? All right, so yeah, there's, there's thank this you. Place, Just thank you for this, right like, now. Thank okay, you. so there's this place in Pennsylvania where I grew up. It's it's called Raccoon, Pennsylvania, Raccoon Township. Oh my god! And um, so you go camping you come there. From such an interesting breed, bro. So you go camping there, and we would we went camping, left our shit out overnight because we're idiots. Oh no! And literally, dude, they set like they dude, straight you're up sabotage a bear. They like straight up sabotaged every single thing that we had. All right. Now, if just open the sandwich bag enough to make it soggy, but I not enough even... to eat it to piss you off. Dude, they're little assholes. They really are. Dude. Okay. Are dicks. So, so I had, we had a, a mail in, we got an email about this and, and he, uh, a guy that listens to, to all the, the Monday master debaters. And he goes, I love the bear raccoon debate. I have dealt with raccoons for 25 years daily as a golf course commercial landscape guy. I've gone against up against many animals. I crave it. What I have learned is the intelligence of the animal is your friend for victory. Bulls, bears, boars, and babies will win because they can't think their way out of the loss. Raccoons, cougars, elk, etc. can be bluffed. 
kill the biggest lead raccoon in this instance, and the rest run. You have to want it bad for them to uh, believe you are crazy. I would pick the raccoons all day long. Bro, his logic is undeniable. Look, you you assert dominance quickly, right? right? And that's just it. And even at that point, okay, so I just stomped the head of the king raccoon in this bitch. Like, all right, let's go. Who's next? Yeah, man. You know, we had another guy, uh, you know, mail in uh, to a separate show talking about uh, how one single raccoon ripped the fucking ear off of two f of one dude when both guys had guns. Okay, they were turkey hunting. Uh, One dude got his ear ripped off in about five seconds. You know what I mean? So it just depends how tough the raccoons are they shot the raccoon there was no rabies uh there was no uh stemper right there was no like wild diseases like that so it's just a seemingly a normal ass raccoon maybe it was territorial had babies around um so, like i like, hear you and yeah. i'm not downplaying the raccoon like look they i'm sure in the right setting and with the right especially five of them you know what i'm saying i'm sure they could sneak attack and i'm sure five of them in a, in a horde could be vicious i'm not downplaying it what i am saying so i do a specific type of fighting as a sport and i can tell you now trying to manhandle a full-grown creature that's your size is a whole different thing than what i personally want to deal with if it was a fight for my life i would much rather especially one that's been in nature it's it's not any strength that's even close to human strength it's it's like it's like retard strength on steroids yes it's not easy but all you need to do is like gouge a couple eyes out you gotta gouge two eyes out of this the the guy in the email said that they don't know there's no loss for them they're gonna fight to the death right yeah they're an apex predator, man. Every time that they step up to the plate, this is a zero sum game for them because they only understand survival of the fittest. You I think you mean? pluck a bear's eye out. It's going to it's going to rethink what's going on there. What and, is yeah, this? And, the great and outdoors not... where you shoot the hair off its ass and it runs away. Yeah, he might be on to something. I don't know. I've never been in a position to gouge a bear's eye out. I did pull two black bears teeth out once upon a time, but that was after it was dead. And I made those into a necklace, which is pretty sick. The claws. Yeah. Too, broke but my point is though i yeah i'm definitely sticking with the raccoons because if boo hurt has fought, taught me anything dude trying to full-on fight a guy and uh, keep in mind i'm wearing like 85 pounds of armor whenever i fight and the guy i'm facing has the same thing going on so we're talking about realistically 250 pounds 250 pounds of just brute strength knockdown drag out fighting yo i could not handle a bear i'm just i'm gonna be real with you so what do you fight I do Boo Hurt, which is a um, medieval. How do you spell style? that? B U H U R T. It's medieval real steel fighting. Um, this is not uh, LARPing or like, oh, I'm Lord so and so of the Floopty Floss. Nah, dude. This is full eight pound axes, eight pound swords, full force beating the shit out of each other. Um, oh, and I it's think wonderful. I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. So, matter of fact, me and him just got back from a tournament in uh, Clemson, South Carolina. We were in South Carolina when the balloon got shot down, as a matter of fact. Didn't know about it because I was in the middle of getting my head caved in by a big old boy from Virginia. But that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, dude, that's that's what I do as a side hobby. And Jonathan's going to get in it with me here soon. Huh. What is this? Oh, this is a commercial. Commercial, guy. of course. Yeah. Dude. Oh, yo, Battle of the Nations. Uh, this Look is at this shit. Ukraine versus Russia. So this yo. is a 20. Yo, what Igor, the fuck? The, the guy this who's fighting awesome. this. 
this guy who's filming it, Igor Barventiv, he actually made my helmet that I fight with, and he is currently on the front line fucking putting rounds in uh, Russia. Sickle. And he's just hacking people. Oh, yeah, no, this is full force. This is not, not playtime. The, there's yeah. only a few rules, but yo, when when that when the flags go up and it's go time, it's go time. This is why is that like the boards right there? Uh, that's it's called the list. So that's like your uh, your arena. We don't have ropes. We have wooden uh, boards. It's all very much in line with medieval tournaments, uh, circa the uh, 15th and 16th century. And all the armor that we wear is also period correct. It has to be. Is it? Um, are they like timeouts, or do you just so go? It there's different types of fighting. So there's like, for instance, if I was going in for a sword and shield duel, okay, so the other guy would have a sword and shield, and it would be strictly for points. Headshots are so many, body shots are so many. It's strictly like boxing for points, right? Then you have something called pro fights, which is basically cage fights, MMA. There's ground fighting in, uh, allowed in this. Uh, the ref will separate you after 10 seconds of being on the ground. Um, and then there's that whole subunit in and of itself and whatever you're fighting with weapons of choice or whatever, that's between you and your opponent. Y'all could set it up to where you're doing straight up two handed axes. <laughs> Y'all just going to go fucking toe to toe like that all night, which is dope. This um, is mayhem. So then this, they have five oh. on fives, 10 on tens, 20 on twenties. <laughs> um, the biggest that has been on record was a 150 on 150 in Europe a couple years back, dude. It was like 21 minutes of straight elbows and assholes fighting, dog. It was legit. I didn't make that one. I was uh before my time in the sport, but yeah, dude. And so when it's a group fight like this, a team melee is what it's called. Basically, you're dropping them, and as soon as they're down, they're down, and their body is now just an obstacle in the field. But it's damn near no holds bar to drop them. So what is it? Basically, your ass hits and you're down. Knees, hand. Uh, okay, like, so it's like NFL. All right. Basically, yeah, NFL rules as far as being down goes. Um, and it goes till there's a three on one ratio or to the last man standing. Dude, this is savage. This is yeah, I so love this. The training that we do is a lot of standing judo, a lot of a uh, Greco-Roman type wrestling. Uh, a lot of there's obviously a weapons work component with that, which that just takes skill and getting your hand in it and getting used to it. On Dude, top of the fact you're wearing 85 pounds of steel and you can barely see anything. You can barely breathe. <laughs> I was going to ask you, how do you get used to the armor? You just wear it and you just get used to it, man. Just like I'll wear it just around my house on any random day just to get used to it because <laughs> balancing yourself, yo, legit. Put How's the UPS guy you, like, react to that? With it all on and shit. Do I know? Do you like go jogging with it on and all that shit? I should. I don't. That'd be a good good move. I Can should, you but I don't because that is hot, dude. Is it is it, it possible to run in that stuff? Oh, you, yeah. I mean, you'll see guys full force run across the list and body check other guys on the other corner. Absolutely. Okay. So in America, Dallas is the, uh, I guess you could say, running the, the, the list on American teams, the Dallas Warlords. But yeah, so anyway, long story short, what this sport has taught me as far as body mechanics go, there is no fucking way that I myself, I'm sure there's a 180-pound dude that could handle a 180-pound bear. That, that guy's out there. It is not this sure. guy. I promise you that, <laughs> man. I don't know, dude. I think that people underestimate themselves fighting one on one. Like there's dudes that have fought cougars. And I think I, I to be clear, I think a cougar. Yeah. Uh, that weighs half as much as the bear that you're fighting is going to fucking murder you more no so doubt. than a bear. A cougar well, is a scary thing to fight. Too. It used to be a thing at the circus. You could box a bear, right? They'd have a muzzle on them. They put some gloves on them. You could pay 10 bucks or whatever to box a bear for a minute. But even That's then, it's kind of sad. But it that's is. a domesticated time, bear, right? That's yeah, on mean, heroin. Yeah, right. But at the same time, that bear wouldn't lose. 
Like, yeah. there's never a time where that bear was like in danger. I don't care never what guy you out. have with gloves in there. The bear is gonna play with him for a minute and then throw him if he fucking wants. Exactly. Yeah, he's it's not, like 180 pounds of bear strength ain't 180 pounds of human strength. You feel me? That's a different level. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. It, it's anyway, a, yeah, it's we a never-ending debate. on this one. <laughs> oh, that's what this is all about. We go on some weird fucking tangents on here, and that's that's why I love this show. Where are y'all based out of? I'm in Western Mass. Oh, Jesus. I am sorry you're at that high north, dude. How's the winter treating you? It's, dude, it's it, it's going to be 50 this week in really? February. It is insane. It, we've had, we had two days. One day where it was, uh, you know, wind chill was negative 30 or something like that. Oh, but oh. It was one day and that was it. And and then the next day it was or the day after it was 50 degrees. And it's been obscenely warm here. Oh, my God. Because that's exactly what all of your immune systems needed. Because totally. Oh, yeah. To go from that. And, and that's the problem. We go from. You know, and it's warm, but then we'll we'll get some snow and then it'll go from 50 in the day to, you know, 16 at night. And everybody's lungs has got the crud in it, the bronchitis, the strep, it's flu season slash COVID slash whatever the new. I heard some dumb shit. Apparently, Norovirus making its way back. back. Yeah, I got an update on my phone. It's hilarious. I got, uh, you know, a Fox News update that. Uh, the queen or whatever has Corona. And oh. then like right under it, I got an update from the weather channel talking about um, 250 breakouts in the last six months of norovirus. I'm like, Holy Ew. shit. You guys are just trying to push something hoping you're throwing anything at the wall, hoping something That's sticks. That's it. They're throwing. I won't be surprised if West Nile 2.0 plus all of a sudden comes out and people are scared shitless of mosquitoes now. It's well, what, ca- what caused the e- egg shortage? Uh, right. Why not right? bird flu? It's a flu. Bird Let's flu. Let's throw out some bacon flu while we add it. Let's get a yeah. flu resurgency. <laughs> Let's fucking pigs. take it back to the old days, you know? There is a thing, though, where there there was experiments ran where uh, mosquitoes vaccinated a dude. Like, it was an experiment that was ran by the NIH where it took, like, uh, I think 200 mosquitoes to fully vaccinate a dude. So I'm they're sure trying. To... I'm sure they've done an experiment where they've impregnated a woman with mosquitoes. I would not be surprised, you, but it's just so scary. And wow. the same person that was, I actually, uh, I might be able to pull this up really quick. Could you imagine oh. that? You'd have to train a mosquito to suck up semen and then go to its location and, and inject. <laughs> the, the amount of training it would take for a mosquito. Good God, I'm sure it's not impossible, but. At some point, you have to wonder, like, so you were so worried about if you could, you never stopped to worry if you should. But that's right. not how the United States government does its science programs. <laughs> if it's worth no. doing, it's worth overdoing. And, and yeah. yeah, paying like out your ass. Oh, yeah. And don't, don't forget, we got to have Nazi scientists on it. That's the only way this shit works anymore, gents. <laughs> right, dude. Genetically modified mosquitoes doing this shit. And what was interesting was here, it says... Um, this Dr. Kirsty like calls the research a total game changer. And this same lady that says this is a game changer led the phase one trials for COVID, uh, for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine and was uh, co-investigator for the Moderna and Novavax COVID vaccines. Which... So this lady that says that this is breakthrough technology and awesome shit is also uh, involved on with the Pfizer's COVID shit. Well, and they also Dr. just included it in the, in the, in the schedule the annual schedule for vaccines. So 
There it's you go, just, man. you know, they, they literally give us the playbook beforehand. But for some reason, people don't listen whenever you show them. Nope. You know, because meanwhile, they're over here trying to genetically modify mosquitoes to vaccinate people. I've always wondered, why don't you genetically modify mosquitoes to, I don't know, suck the shit out of a, a, a zit on a teenager's face. Yeah. Let's create or, a breed of mosquitoes that survive nice. off a of pus. I'm on board yeah. with this. Or no, that no, delivers delivers vitamin D or something healthy, you know, instead Anything. of poison. One time, right? One time. You fucking fluoridate our water. You're spraying our skies. You're blowing up trains full of PVC pipes. Like, right. what the fuck, guys? Can you throw us a bone here? But then don't you think that we would all be really worried if they're like, dude, they fucking have fucking mosquitoes that are injecting us with vitamin D. What else is in there? You know what oh, I mean? We, they, we, we'd be still suspicious. You want to talk <laughs> about genetically they modified never, insects? Their right. track record is fucking terrible, right? It's dog shit. It's literally <laughs> <Yeah>. a zero. <laughs> okay, so you're in Massachusetts. Where are you from? I'm in Tucson, man. Tucson, Arizona. Okay, so neither of you have love bugs where you're at. Nope. All right. Love bugs. Go ahead and Google image a love bug. This is kissing bugs. No, no. This is a genetically modified bug that was released out of a lab of one of these colleges. I've heard three different colleges claim it. They serve no purpose. Nothing eats them. They do nothing to the environment, nothing to the ecosystem. And somehow they only come out at spring and they're only attracted to white cars. They do nothing, but they're here. And the only way they could do this is by genetically modified bugs. The the story is that they were released in an attempt to help pollinate corn. And apparently all they did was just breed. And that's all they do. You'll see them, two of them flying ass to ass anytime in Louisiana in the spring. These things yeah, are here we go. disgusting. And they don't stink. They don't, they don't sting you. They don't bite. They literally do nothing but just annoy the fuck out of you for being everywhere. They look like smaller versions of cockroaches. Uh, kind of. They're black. They got a little orange speckle on their, uh, on their torso there. And that's all they do. They they get born. They go ass to ass. They make babies. They die. They don't eat anything, to my knowledge, either. It's wild. Seems kind of like a June bug almost, but nothing. Uh, okay. Things will eat June bugs. Think of a June bug that has no natural predator. No natural predator, huh? <laughs> I mean, at least if it does have a natural predator in in my 30 years of living in the South, I have never one time seen anything eat a June. I literally put a frog's mouth trying to make it eat a love bug. It, it will have nothing to do with it. It's wild, man. But they are definitely genetically modifying insects that have no purpose and they're releasing them. That's been confirmed already. You know what I mean? That's strange, man. Anyway, yeah, that's crazy. Damn. Yeah, I've heard so many different stories as to where they came from and what they're supposed to do. It, that that's a whole rabbit hole, but apparently only people in the South even know about them. I've never heard the the, the term before. That's I, I believe it. But if you ever came to Louisiana in the spring or summer and you had a white car, you would see them and you would ask so many questions that every local would just be like, yeah, it's, we see this every year. It's wild. Different areas mm-hmm. of the country have so many things that only are, you know what I mean? So specific. Yeah. Yep. No, it's wild, man. We got Kuda Mondays out here, the little desert monkeys. And that's not a racial slur. It's literally. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I was going to say, yeah, Ryan, that's not a way to talk about your people. You can have a what year monkey? is it? What year is it? No, yeah. It, they're desert monkeys, dude. It's wild. What? Kuda Mondays. They're Are wild. They like, the chipmunks? No, they're like full size fucking monkeys. They look Get like. Uh, type in. Uh, let me. I'll, I'll see if I can find them because they're tough to spell. They're the Arizona State uh, State Animal. 
I'll be damned. See, okay, so for instance, people don't believe that we have Black Panthers in Louisiana either. They're like, oh, there's only so many North American cougars. It's like, no, I know for sure there's hundreds of them in the bayous, and we have them all over trail cams, but nobody wants to acknowledge it. You're saying you have a monkey that lives in the desert of Arizona? Bro, fucking why not? <laughs> That's what they uh, kind of seem like here. So, so the Mexican raccoon, the Kunda, oh. the Kudamundi. Let me see if I can spell it right. Kudamundi. It's K-U-D-A-M-U-N-D-I, I think. There's Mexican trash pandas just out and about that are actually in the primate family. Where the fuck have I been? Dude, yes. And like, so what? They look like little brontosaurus. Yes, when you see them run in, when they play them running in reverse, that literally looks like mini Jurassic Park, dude. Oh, Oh, it froze. Son of a bitch. Okay, here we go. Mondays or whatever. Look at this. It's a trip to watch these things uh, act out in nature. Like we, uh, we were hunting one time, and they were they like they'll throw rocks at each other and they'll just fuck around. It's it's epic to watch these things play around. It's like a squirrel and a raccoon kind of combined, but desert vibe. Okay. And they swing around from trees. They're very agile. Um, I bet fighting five of these things would be up there with fighting five raccoons. To be honest, these things. I'd rather fight the around. raccoons rather than these things. They seem a little more, uh, a little more agile. Agile. Yeah. These things are nuts. Yeah. Like They're I wouldn't want to watch, fight man. five spider monkeys. I would fight yeah. five raccoons though. But spider monkeys are a whole separate. You know. Yeah, spider monkeys are probably the most agile. Uh, also, honey badgers. But yeah, dude, see, I mean, no, I would. I don't want to fight one honey badger. I'm walking no away. Way. Fuck that. Dude can literally survive a cobra biting it. You think it's going to give a fuck about me? Yep. No shot. Oh, <laughs> or a damn mongoose or something. Yeah. Oh, dude, mongoose are another one. They look like they're this like cute little creature. Dude, they will fuck up some shit. Tasmanian yep. devils are another one. They're wild. Yep. And I mean, you ever hear them scream? Uh-uh. Woo! I've heard on. a Black Panther do its call, <laughs> though, and it sounds like a woman screaming in the woods. You want to talk about terrify you in the middle of the night in a tent. <laughs> yeah, anyway. man. Animals are a trip, dude. Yeah, they Good are. Times. Uh, again, we've gone off on a wild tangent, as yeah. apparently the show does. Oh, all the time. I, hey, I know you Love guys got to run. We do. Um, so do me a, do do me a favor and let everybody know where they can find you. That's all you, brother. Sure. We are uh, the Cult of Conspiracy Podcast. You can find us on all podcast all podcast platforms everywhere. Um, we are also on Rockfin at Cult of or at um, Rockfin.com slash Cult of Conspiracy. Sorry. Um, and uh, Instagram, uh, Cult of Conspiracy Podcast. Also, TikTok, Cult of Conspiracy Podcast. All the all the places. We're not on Twitter. We're not on YouTube. We don't like to go onto places where we can be heavily censored. We've already had one channel removed off of YouTube, so we don't even play around with that anymore. So, you want to see any kind of video content? You'll be able to see the clips at TikTok and Instagram, or the full video at Rockfan.com. Also, if if I can give myself a shameless plug real quick, I'm about to do a spinoff podcast. It's going to be called the Prophecy Playbook. It is going to be all about biblical end time prophecies and how that looks geopolitically in the world today. Um, there's not going to be any opinion based on it. It's strictly going to be scripture and talking about that area of the world today and what it would look like for all these countries to unite to make these things happen. So that's going to be launching into this month. Prophecy Playbook. Be on the lookout for that one as well. Cool. I like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm stoked about that one. That's that's going to be an interesting one. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that now. No doubt. Also, me watching my mouth. That's going to be an interesting one. I'm not going to lie. I'm not good at it. <laughs> but to give this particular topic the respect and the reverence that it deserves. Uh, I'm going to have to like clean up my act and like really 
like write a script for myself and I'm, mm, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, you it's can't put the scripture and drop an F-bombs. You know, <laughs> but that's the thing. That's my style of, uh, that's me as a Christian, like, because I have. Oh, no, I, I love it, but I'm going <laughs> to, you're going to get major backlash from the hardcore <laughs> people. That's the thing, man. I want this to be something that can be listened to by everyone of all ages. I want it to be I want it to be something that like my grandmother can share with her prayer group, as well as like my buddies that I served with can share with their people. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, be on the lookout for that one. Prophecy Playbook. I'm really, really excited about that one watching. But anyway, cool, man. guys, oh, yeah. thank you so much for hopping on with us. Uh, yeah, and anytime you want to come back on, let me know. I'd love to have you back. This was this was a fun conversation. Hell yeah, brother. We'd love to come back. Excellent. Right. What do you got these days? Nothing new, man. Uh, just doing, uh, you know, uh, the, the store dangerous world podcast, that website link is finally not broken. Everything's good there. So the merch is live and then doing the DWP versus the internet, like where I'm taking people's videos and like, you know, kind of dissecting them, giving my own shit on top of it. And it's a fun thing. So just, uh, trying to, my goal is to have a show every single day, but it's kind of tough to to you know have that much time and actually keep the the content quality. So we're getting there. We'll see how it goes. But what nice. about you, man? Uh, same old. I did I did a podcast last night, so I didn't have to watch the Super Bowl with uh, with Dave Zed and and Brandon Thomas from uh, Expanding Reality, and it was a lot of fun. We were talking about ley lines and and Earth energy and sacred geography and sacred geometry and all that shit. So uh i'm gonna be dropping that on the patreon this week so uh be on the lookout for that other than that not a whole lot you, you know where to find me you can find all my shit on instagram uh all my links are in my link tree uh great deception podcast on youtube uh patreon.com slash the great deception podcast feel free to sign up we got a uh patron only zoom call on friday so anybody that wants to hop in feel free guys How thank you, you very much uh i appreciate it this was a great conversation here stay strong well in all previous recessions once the economy bottomed out and production increased unemployment decreased um, but in the great recession because of new and improved technologies uh, fewer and fewer workers were required in all sectors uh, with so many people forced from their jobs the traditional economic recovery was impossible Exactly. By the year 2018, only 15% of the population had jobs. America was divided into two camps, a highly skilled and educated prosperous elite and an unemployed, destitute majority. What happened next? Garth? Well, the people who didn't have jobs were very unhappy and they started making trouble. Like they'd bomb buildings and have riots and kill people and stuff. Right. And that was the beginning of what we now know as, class? The Second American Revolution. Right. And we'll stop there for today. Harrison, can you stay behind? Your grades are starting to creep up again, Harrison. I know, I'm sorry. I, I can't help it. Do you want me to see Dr. Eisenstock again? Hmm, I think that would be best. What is the first article of the new American Constitution? That all men are not created equal? It's the responsibility of the government to render them so. Indeed. Well, son, you are one of those men, and for all intents and purposes, I am the government. <laughs>